Hello? Hello? Looks like this is uh, time number two. Take number two. <laughs> Take two. Wrong chairs. Right side of the table. <laughs> I was supposed to say right side of the table. <laughs> oh, my bad, dude. My bad. <laughs> Just taking the whole thing. Oh, well. Uh, Are we going to record a uh, an intro again? Uh, I think we should use the one from last week. I think we should record a new one. Ah, that sucks. Uh, whatever. And welcome to the Uncovered Podcast. My name is Joshua. My name is Kendall. We're here to talk about our journey. Let's get into it. So, we ended up using the clip from last week. <laughs> well, yeah, full full transparency, full honesty, we did. We did. Uh, I don't, but, can't yeah. remember if it was my decision or not my decision but whatever it was a collaborative decision (laughs) i don't don't know how collaborative that was but that's right but hey we're we're here here for the memes yep if nothing else if nothing else (laughs) if nothing else this whole coronavirus thing also here for the memes yep for that yeah Yeah. plethora of memes for sure Yeah. yeah also we're i was just saying i think that this corona thing has been nothing but a personal positive you know there's been a lot of um social negatives that have come out of it um i i seriously miss working a lot yeah because i teach kids and so not being able to teach kids is a big bummer but i mean otherwise i'm chilling got our podcast started yep um miss hanging out with people for yeah. sure but there's been a lot of a lot of positives that kind of have come out of it a lot of personal times personal reflection mm-hmm. all that stuff good yeah. stuff for anybody wondering we are sitting six feet apart yeah we're doing a good job of social distancing yeah um yeah uh is blake one of your students you teach chess too? yeah so one of his kids how old is he's i, I want to be careful like he's like six or seven He's pretty young, yeah. young elementary kid. Uh, he joined our Xbox uh, party last night and hung out with us for a minute. So yeah. that was cool. Even when Josh can't teach him in the classroom, yeah, you can hang out with him a little bit. Thank yeah. you, technology. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing about games and Xbox and stuff. Brings, brings teachers and their students together even when they're not <laughs> in a classroom that's, that's probably a pretty rare situation yeah it's true um, speaking of that though uh, just like it can bring people together i think it can also potentially drive some wedges between oh, yeah. people yeah. um and and we actually wanted to talk about today some uh wedges some some, some wedges if you will <laughs> some some conflict and the potential for resolving said conflict agreed and uh yeah so i think uh well, josh here uh, and myself we've been friends for like six years mm-hmm. about and uh it's been horrible (laughs) it's been the absolute worst the the worst possible situation ever (laughs) no 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 in in all seriousness i love our friendship i'm super thankful for it but i think one of the big reasons i'm so thankful for it is because we've walked into and out of conflict 
so many, many times. times. <laughs> Whether that's uh, the different dynamic, like power dynamics in our relationship at times, mm-hmm. when I was like a direct leader of yours, indirectly a leader in your life, not a leader, yeah. all those different things um, have. Uh, have brought different opportunities for yeah. conflict and then conflict resolution. But um, yeah, not that we're necessarily experts on the matter, but I think it is something we can personally speak to a little bit. And I think it's something that uh, is vitally important in this day and age, especially with all the divisiveness and all the yeah. the craziness and culture and everything so binary. And if you're not directly for me you're automatically against me and all this stuff that breeds a culture of a whole lot of conflict and i think uh us as people should be you know doing our very best to bridge gaps not create them so yeah yeah um we actually had a conflict resolution moment while deciding what to talk about today and then we're like oh let's talk about this <laughs> yeah that may i can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> yeah 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 we had a little we had a little moment this morning but it was good yeah that you know i think the more we've grown in our friendship um, but then also the more we've grown as people mm-hmm. we've learned how yes. to be better aware of ourselves and better aware of those types of moments where you know a deep breath is needed you know some we've learned how to communicate better with each other yeah you know there's so many things that go into these different types of situations and dynamics but yeah um, yeah, yeah. i feel like uh for me the biggest <laughs> the biggest thing that i in the moment of conflict and frustration it's like oh i have to feel like i'm validated um hmm. Also, there's a little bit of like, I, I want to be right, but the biggest thing in the moment is like, if I don't feel validated, then it doesn't matter what you say, I'm going to challenge it, I'm going to come against it, and I'm going to oppose it. Yeah. And so that's been tough to sort of uh, navigate through. And I actually didn't really realize that until super, super, super recently, that that's sort of what um, I, like what I feel and what I what I go to and what my instinct is and what I, my desire is in conflict. Mm -hmm. And so with you, it's like, you're like, I, I, I want to be right in the moment. Yeah. I don't really care about anything else. And so it's tough. It's, it can be really tough (laughs) um, navigating that because with him, he's like, I want to be right. And usually to be fair, pretty smart guy is right. Most all the time (laughs) in those situations to some degree or another. Yeah. now not always a good thing it's it's well i mean it's true but yeah. um now for me it's like my perspective there's like a validity and a and and a truth to my perspective in the moment but if i don't feel like that's validated then it doesn't matter if you're factually right i'm going to oppose your factual um right yeah yeah if you <laughs> if you know anything about so well until that moment yeah. <laughs> i lost everything <laughs> if you know anything about 
any the Enneagram types. I'm on the Enneagram. I'm an eight, um, which I believe is called the challenger. And so, uh, um, now this isn't putting myself in a box. I'm a very kind, patient person, uh, but I tend to lean to this place of, I like to be right. Um, Mm -hmm. And if I, if I'm feeling challenged or somebody's challenging me and I have no issue standing up to that, I have no issue challenging things. And so, um, what Joshua, you were communicating is absolutely right in a dynamic we've had to discover (laughs) in our relationship and learn how to navigate through it. Um, and I think, you know, whether, whether you can relate specifically to those dynamics Mm -hmm. or you have other relationship dynamics, whether it's with a friend or a significant other or Mm -hmm. family members or whatever it might be that these are all things that we have to navigate at one point or another. And I think it's what's most important in, in the context of, um, conflict resolution is actually being aware of yourself. Yeah. That's, the, that's usually where the like we we're so quick as people to like give blame to somebody else mm-hmm. and we like to like there's a reason jesus said you got to take the plank out of your own eye yeah before you remove the speck out of your brothers because there's this thing that we do as people that's like just innate in in a fallen human nature state is that we we want to blame everyone else and push like mm-hmm. i think you were preaching actually up in mount vernon mm-hmm. a few weeks or mount vernon campus a few weeks ago and talked about it that that blame thing mm-hmm. is in the house because there's yeah. shame yeah yeah that, when shame is the gatekeeper blame will always be in the house yeah yeah really really profound statement if yeah. you're taking notes you might want to write that down <laughs> But I think it's so true that when when we're not aware of ourselves and there's still roots of shame in our life or whatever it might be, we can immediate we can we can give blame yeah. to people so so quickly, and um, that I think that's something we've been learning even recently more and more that like you know I think we're both on this journey that we want to you know bring you guys on as our. Yeah. As our listeners, but we're in this journey of becoming more aware of ourselves, discovering all this stuff about ourselves, growing as people, mm-hmm. growing in all these different facets of our life. And it's it's bringing out these moments and this potential for conflict, I think, even maybe more now than we have in years past at times yeah that like we're actually we're actually getting in touch with some stuff and so (laughs) some realness is coming out there's some yeah there's some raw edges to you know our interactions all that kind of stuff and so it's something that we've had to learn to navigate and walk through yeah through together absolutely yeah because before it was like and actually it's kind of funny because i in the bible it talks about like uh God forgiving and forgetting. And I totally believe that that's a possible state that you can be in, but like you have to be so aware of yourself mm-hmm. to even start to get there because the 10, like I used to do this thing where, and I'm sure I'm the only one who's ever done this, <laughs> but uh, I used to do this thing where I totally believed that that was a state you could be in. And I would 
Kendall would like do something, say something that's frustrating as he often does to me. <laughs> and, and so nice. uh, that would happen. And I would like, oh man, I'd be like so just pissed and worked up about it yeah. for like a day, maybe two days. If it was like, like for instance, the hot dog thing that happened in DI where you like went to stab the hot dog and it fell on the floor. And then, um, there's this whole big thing about cleaning it up. And I got, I was literally mad at you about that for like a month. Yeah. I, and, I literally cannot remember <laughs> this situation at I, all. Dude, I was so mad. I was, and so I like had this <laughs> in my heart and then I was like, I just need to forgive him. I just need to forgive him. And that would happen all the time, stuff like that. Mm. But it was like these little things and it's like, I just need to forgive him. And so then I would be like, all right, Jesus, help me forgive him. Kendall, I forgive you. And then we'd have a moment of like connection or whatever. I would never say anything to him about it. Mm-hmm. We would just have a random moment of connection or hang out, be a great time. And I'd be like, okay, I forget about it. It's fine. And then I'd forget about it until something else happened. And then I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand you. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never say anything. And it would just like boil up inside of me. And I thought that I was being a good Christian and forgiving and forgetting and all this stuff. But in reality, I was just shoving all of this emotion Mm. down inside of my heart, shutting the door, locking it and, you know, keeping it in the dark, keeping it out of the light. And so it just led to me being not a very healthy person emotionally in, in some of those things. Yeah. And so with me more recently, I think actually part of the reason that we've had as much conflict as we've had is number one, we're very, we're both very um, strong willed individuals, Mm -hmm. but then there's also this truth of both of us have had these things that we've not really dealt with in the past, been Mm -hmm. like shut up in our hearts. And so when something happens it's like, okay, this is being dealt with, but also there's something else that is attached to it that's yeah. being dealt with. And so, yeah. Yeah. No, it's super good. I think uh, there's a couple things that come to mind first. Um, I think we, you know, as Christians, we live in so much like tension and paradox in regards to what the Bible says, because we read in First Corinthians 13, love keeps no record of wrongs, yeah. right? So we... I believe that to be true, that real love, that I'm not holding anything against my brother, against anybody around me, right? That I'm not holding those things over their head, um, Mm -hmm. that, that, that will destroy connection. That will destroy relationships so fast. If you're Mm -hmm. keeping tabs and the moment anybody does anything to you, you bring up everything they've ever done to you. It's super, super detrimental to a relationship. Uh, But there's a reality that we're not going to forget every situation or every circumstance. But uh, a friend of our house and actually a board member to our church, Dr. Michael Maiden, he said this, uh, his story's wild. God took him on this crazy journey. There was a bunch of really painful things that happened to him and to his family and all this stuff. And God talked to him and got a hold of him one day. And he said, he said this, he said, if you will forgive them for what they did to you, I will cause you to forget the pain that they caused you. 
And it's this thing that God didn't say, I'll cause you to forget the situation. I'll cause you to forget the circumstance or what happened. None of that. He said, I'll cause you to forget the pain that they caused you. And there's something about forgiveness and real forgiveness that allows God to heal us from the pain that was caused from a moment without necessarily always forgetting the, the situation or the moment or the circumstance. And there's a reality to relationship that if we are, if we shove things to the side and just forget things, which I can think back to my my closest friends. We um, this came up multiple times in our friendship that um, his, his personality. He he wears his heart on his sleeve. He'd bring mm-hmm. things to me right away. Like if I did something that frustrated him or hurt him or whatever, he'd like he'd bring it to me. And sometimes it'd like be multiple things that would kind of pile up, and then he'd bring it to me. It wasn't always super healthy, but he tended he mm-hmm. he leaned to that way of he'd bring things to me, right? Well, I was the type of I, I've always been of the personality and the type that like if something happens to me, I've always been like well i need to be quick to forgive and just let it go yeah and so i would just let things go and not remember but then the mm. moment things would come yes. up and he'd bring things yes. to me it would trigger something in me and i'd be like well hey you did this to me and you yep. hurt me in this but i wouldn't actually remember what the situation yep. was or be able to name it and so he was never actually able to grow because of it yeah and so there's this this balance that we have to walk in that we've got to bring things to one another for the sake of actually growing yeah and for the sake of connection and where where i think people miss it when they do that is that they we were talking you know before this that we don't prioritize Mm. that connection so when there is conflict we come into it with the goal of either being right yeah with the goal of you know, looking better, one-upping them, whatever it might be that like, well, in our own self-righteousness, like, well, I might've done three things wrong, but you did seven things wrong or like all this stuff. And we like qualify and quantify everything in our minds when in reality, the goal should be, I want to be connected to you as a person. That's my goal. Whether I did a bunch of things wrong or I feel like I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like our goal is in any conflict, our goal should always be to connect yeah yeah your dad during um my my first and second and third year in the school shared a couple of things super um important but the three c's Mm. of conflict resolutions um communication no conflict uh conflict yeah um communication connection yeah or conversation connection yep um, I was like, I had them. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait a second, which is the first one. <laughs> yeah. I think what do you, what, what he was doing in that is help wanting to help people reframe how we view conflict. Yeah. Most people view conflict in a negative sense when we yeah. should actually view conflict in a positive sense that when conflict happens, it bre- brings an opportunity for, for conversation, greater conversation yeah. or communication. And then that greater conversation brings an opportunity for greater connection. It de- what what all that hinges on though is how you handle those individual moments. Yeah. So if you don't handle the conflict and have a positive perspective mm-hmm. on the conflict, you'll never actually get to the point of real conversation or real real yeah. communication. And so it, there's no bridge between those two points. You just get stuck yeah. in conflict and you it never leads to potentially greater connection. Yeah. 
And so it's really important that we have a actually really, really positive outlook on conflict. And I think that's something um, something I've learned. I'm sure it's something I'll continue to grow in. Um, but like even for us today, sitting down to record this podcast, like yeah. there's conflict happening. OK, both of us know that, hey, we're in this together. We love each other. Yeah. Like there's something going on here in this conflict. It led to us actually having better conversation, communicating both of our perspectives, mm -hmm. whether it was perfect or not, whatever. Like we got to that point and it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a, yeah. a huge situation or blow up or anything like that, but it led to some conversation and then it led to greater connection. So Yeah. And it also led to us having a topic to talk about today. So yeah. nothing but positives. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing but, positives. but positives from conflict. Yeah. 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 Um, another thing that I've sort of noticed myself do in the past when it comes to this whole thing is I like would do something and then it would maybe somebody would misunderstand my intention in it. Mm -hmm. And then um, there's a conversation that comes out of this conflict and the way that I would always approach that conversation because I, I cared enough about relationship with people to like not want to jeopardize that. Yeah. Most of the time. And, um, so I would come to these moments of conversation and I would allow the other person to fully communicate everything. And then I would literally use humility as like a almost like an excuse to not communicate my heart mm. because I didn't want to jeopardize the connection that I felt was being reestablished yeah. mm. in the moment. And so I would come, you know, super humble honoring and all that stuff, but to the point of it actually being an unhealthy thing because I would never walk away feeling like I had communicated anything, like I had been understood at all. Um, yeah. I would feel, I would still feel disconnected. I would still feel those same emotions that I felt, mm -hmm. you know, during, before the conversation, during the conflict yeah. while it was happening. And I would still walk away feeling hurt, misunderstood, like mm -hmm. all of these things. And it's because I didn't actually communicate my heart. I wasn't real yeah. in the moment. And I had yeah, basically good. used humility as an excuse to not communicate actually what I was feeling and what I needed to um, have understood about myself in mm -hmm. that moment. Yeah. So I think like real humility is actually like understanding yeah. real identity. Yeah. And we'll get into that you know, maybe in another episode or something, but, um, our real identity is directly connected to like real honesty yeah. and actually knowing what's going on in our hearts. And this is a journey I've been going on of like, I, I lived so much of my life, um, basically just on autopilot yeah. with like faking everything. And so I've had to go on a journey of actually discovering what's in my heart of yeah. actually finding out what is like honesty 
to myself actually even look like in this situation or in this moment? Like, I don't know. I just completely shut off my heart because I thought it was easier that way. It was easier to cope with the pain. It was easier to deal with. Like, I didn't shut my heart off. I didn't have to deal with like conviction or like, you know what I mean? These things that are set in place to help us and to actually like help us on our journey of life. And I just shut all of it down for the sake of just doing what I thought was fun or cool in that moment or whatever. And so I've had to go on a journey of figuring out Kendall, what's in your heart. How does that actually make you feel beginning to articulate and put language to what it is that's going on in my heart that like, I'm not just good or bad, but there's more to it. Why, why am I feeling that way? Why is that triggering me in that way? Why? You know, actually learning, yeah, actually learning what's going on in our heart is necessary if we want to grow in real connection. And that's what you were yeah. talking about, that if you would have been honest in those moments, what that the devil honestly had just convinced you yeah. that if you share what you're really feeling, these yeah. people aren't going to want to actually be connected with you and they're going to reject you or whatever it might yeah. be. And whether that's from a past trauma or experience or not, that we can so often be convinced of those things that, that lie like if these people really knew me, they wouldn't love me, they wouldn't yeah. care about me. All this stuff that's just really garbage. Like if they're if they're healthy people, if they're good people that are supposed to be in your life and they love you, like actually love you, your honesty is only ever going to bring greater connection. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, yeah it's something I think we all have to learn at one point or another. Yeah. We've all walked through to some degree. Yeah. Mm. I would say even unhealthy people sometimes because people as a whole, humanity craves authenticity, connection, yeah. and all those things. So, like even unhealthy people, they will they wouldn't be able to deal with honesty, probably in the healthiest way. But they would still appreciate it. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's the thing that we get so twisted is like humanity appreciates honesty. Period. Yeah, like there's not a person on the planet who would rather be lied to than told the truth and have somebody be open and honest with them and cause a connection or a conversation to happen. Like people, you know, we're created for this stuff. So like, that's the beautiful thing about honesty and authenticity is like, it doesn't really matter who you're with or who you're around. Um, Everybody's going to appreciate somebody who really knows themselves and understands who they are well it's why we see the certain certain things in culture being elevated the way we do yeah like you know i'm sure we've got some you know quote unquote pretty hot takes we could dive into there but like people you know saying well i'm living my truth or all this stuff will like it's i believe it you know all that stuff is you know, to be perversion and wrong and not ultimately the truth mm-hmm. and wrong on many levels. But there's a reason it's being elevated and pushed into the spotlight is because people are chasing and looking for authenticity. They're looking for real. Yeah. They're looking for honesty. Yeah. And if we as believers and as a church are faking it all the time, yeah. like they're not going to come here. So yeah. we've got to learn to get real, be authentic, be ourselves. People really are craving it and they're going to find it somewhere, whether it's a yeah. perverted version of it or it's 
yeah. the, the real version and a true version of it. Uh, there's there's nothing new under the sun, the Bible yeah. says, right? Yeah. The, uh, the enemy is just twisting stuff and yeah. trying to pervert things. And yeah, yeah. it's All necessary the, for us to be a good example of that. Yeah. A lot of counterfeit bills in circulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to honesty and authenticity, but yeah, ultimately people—that's what people are looking for. It's—I—I I think one of the things that I'm learning and seeing is authenticity is uh, the currency of society. Man, like, mm-hmm. like people, like people who walk in that, even if it's a fake version, that's like it. It's it elevates. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, that's, and that's why we see in the, even in the Christian community, people who are genuinely authentic, the world and Christianity are both like drawn to. Yeah. And so I think we have to be that, like we have to be that Mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not going to even, it's not going to just draw the church. Yeah. Or it's not going to just draw the. It's going to draw both because it's humankind that is drawn mm. and craves um, this thing called authenticity and this thing called um, being real and genuine and honest. Yeah, yeah. I think like a good a good example even in media culture today is like the decline of television. Yeah, and the rise oh, of yeah. things like YouTube or Absolutely. Vine or TikTok or all these things that like even like it's a great example i think in some senses even like facebook and instagram are going to struggle unless people start to take the mask off on those platforms like there's a reason like vine exploded the way it did or tiktok because like yeah they're funny silly videos or whatever but i think there's there's more personality there's more real like or like perceived connection with people like you see a famous youtuber on the street and a famous movie star from hollywood there's going to be more people flocking around the youtuber yeah not because they're maybe more well known or anything like that they're actually just more approachable yeah because people feel like when they watch their content or whatever it is it's usually just one person they maybe got a couple editors or whatever yeah but it's when you watch that thing or take in their content, whether it's a podcast, whatever it might be, it feels like you're actually connecting with them. It feels personal. Right. And so we see a good example, even there that people are craving connection with people and they're flocking to outlets and platforms that are promoting and creating connection in some sense or another. Yeah. I would walk up to, Christian, aka Mr. Fruit, yeah, way quicker than I would walk up to like Robert Downey Jr. or even somebody like Keanu Reeves, who's yeah. known as like a super genuine, authentic, mm-hmm. down to earth individual. Like yeah. I would, I would go, I'd go up to like Christian, like, hey man, what's up? I watch your content, love your content. Yeah. Like, how's it going? Because I feel way more like I don't feel connected to Keanu Reeves. I appreciate yeah. him as an act, actor, probably one of my favorite actors. Appreciate him as a movie star. Yeah, all that stuff. I love his personality, all that. But I don't feel any sort of connection to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, as a person at all. Yeah. Whereas with Mr. Fruit, I'm like. 
Hey dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's your podcast again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's there's a certain level of they've they allow people into their yes. lives to a certain sense, into their home, into their lives. And, yeah, exactly. And like that's a really good image of what we should actually be doing with people. Yes. That like maybe maybe if you're feeling like maybe just to challenge some people, like dude, if you've ever felt lonely or rejected or things like that, take a look at your own heart and your own life and ask yourself, are you being like a Hollywood movie star that nobody actually knows and you're just playing a part sometimes? Or are you being somebody that's letting people into your life ever? Yeah. Because there's one that's like super, super approachable. Yeah. And one where people just walk on by and be like, well, they've got their yeah. life is perfect. They don't need to talk to me. I don't need to waste their time. They've got yeah. all the money in the world. You know what I mean? All these yeah. different things that we can do. And I think it's a good, good picture of it's really good, you know, the human condition at times. And so, you know, all this leading back to, you know, let's be aware of our own hearts and our own lives. Like, are we allowing people into our living room, if you will? Yeah. Are we letting people in? Are we being real? Are we being honest? Are we being authentic and using conflict and those moments when stuff hits the fan, if you will, as like moments that make you stop and pause and look at things, look at your own heart. Look at the situation. Don't run away from it. Don't burn bridges. Prioritize connection with people and then lean into it. Have conversation. Yeah. Be open. Be honest. Yeah. Work through it together. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Even like even Joe Rogan, dude, I'd even I'd, I'd approach him way sooner than like <laughs> or somebody. it's crazy. It's crazy thinking it crazy. about it. It's like they just seem so approachable so down to earth yeah so okay. authentic yeah because they've because they've let you into a certain degree yeah absolutely that, i mean joe puts out what like three hour long conversations like five times five a days week, a week right like <laughs> that's a big portion of his life and the way his mind works all the stuff that's just out in public view and you can do what you want with that i'm not saying all of you need to yeah. <laughs> start doing that but you take that as an analogy. Look at your own life and your own heart. How much are you letting people that you're actually close with, how much are you letting yeah. them into your own heart and into your own life, into your journey, into your process? And like, honestly, this is something I'm growing in. I have grown in, but I am growing in mm. and want to continue to grow in that like, I can look back on my life and see the seasons where I struggled greatly and the seasons where I was flourishing, there's a direct correlation to how much I was letting people into my life. <laughs> and, yeah. and not that we as humans, we were made for connection with people. We were made to be in relationship. Yeah. That like when God created Adam and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. He wasn't just talking about a man needs a wife. He's talking about mankind in general. It yeah. is not good for us as people to be alone. Now, yes, we're social distance right now. <laughs> we're in quarantine. All that. So, yes, it's good for you to be away from other people mm-hmm. for a short season of time while we get this, you know. Figured out. This whole thing gets figured out. But it's not good for man to be alone. We are made for connection. Use conflict as an opportunity to grow in yeah. deeper, deeper connection. Yeah. Have authentic, real, honest conversations. Yeah. 
let's grow from there. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not saying go out and start fights with people. Be like, I'm just trying to connect with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. it's like go into do not, a bar, start a fight. It's like, Hey man, I'm just trying to create a conversation that will lead to deeper connection. No, that will not work. <laughs> that will not work. No, it won't. No. We'll just get punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll both will end up in jail or something. I've actually seen people that sometimes have struggled with real connection and don't f- feel connected to somebody because of whatever the situation might be, hurts in the heart, trauma, past experience, belief systems can be attributed to all sorts of things, but the, they will, they will actually create conflict Yeah, because in conflict is the only time they feel like they get attention yeah. or they get any sort of connection. Cause there's a reality. Like if I'm to be in a fight with you, I'm engaging with you yeah. in some degree or another. And people will actually, they'll want the attention of a fight or the negative emotion of a conflict more than they want the, the feelings of passivity or being ignored or whatever they might be feeling apart from that. And so it's really important. Be aware. Don't, don't create conflict because you're not feeling connected in the other aspects of the relationship. Look at your own heart. Look at the dynamics of that relationship. Dive into it. Figure out why am I creating conflict here? Yeah. Am I creating conflict here? Is this other yeah. person creating conflict? Yeah. Should I be doing a better job of being intentional yeah. with them? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then after you've asked those questions to yourself and sort of got some answers, maybe bring it to the next person. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah. hey, this is what I feel is going on. Like, like, what do you feel is going on? Like, have that, have that conversation. Yeah. You know, it's, it's necessary. It's necessary for your survival. Yeah. And yeah. your th- thrival. Thrival. That is not a word, but let's <laughs> go with it. Oh, man. <laughs> no, it's oh. good, man. It's super good. I think, you know, both of us have learned and will continue to learn that we as people cannot do it alone. Yeah. Like we just can't. I don't care how gifted you are, how amazing you are, all the talents, all the success yeah. you've had. Need that. Like yeah. my dad talks about like there's a reality that there's this, you know, saying that's been around for a long time that maybe you can go fast or faster alone, but you can go farther together. Yeah. And it's this thing like it'd be horrible to make it to the top of a mountain like the pinnacle of success in any area and then look around and realize you're all by yourself. Yeah. Like no, no human being actually wants that. Yeah. But I think a lot of humans live like that and make choices like that, whether it's culture that's fed us this lie of success or chasing these different things or what it looks like or what will make you happy or all these things. But the truth of the matter is we were made for, connection we are made for relationship with one another yeah and yeah yeah Yeah, i definitely feel that and i think too it's it's good because with us um and our friendship there's not like going back to the whole don't create conflict um i don't ever feel like we're not 
friends or we're disconnected yeah. or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. And so we're not like creating conflict to have those talks or anything, but you know, it happens. Stuff happens. Life happens. Conf- conflict happens. Yeah. And so um, we're just learning and have learned a lot how to navigate that in a healthy way that's mm-hmm. going to bring us closer together yeah. and is actually going to build our friendship instead of, you know, tear it down. And I think part of that too is like we're saying, you, we both have a very high value on um, personal growth and we have a very um, solid understanding individually of who and what we are. Yeah. And so it's gives a lot of room for, conflict to happen in the relationship without it ever jeopardizing the relationship itself mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. It's super good man super good i'm excited we are going to do an episode you know and we'll talk about identity more yeah and dive into that i mean like ultimately the identity stuff is so foundational to every yeah like we have to know who we are yeah Absolutely. So I'm excited for that. It's going to be fun. I think that's something we've both spent a lot of time discovering and and figuring out. And obviously we're young. Yeah. We young. We're, we're young men. We're not claiming to be experts. We're not saying we've got all this stuff figured out, Um, but we have put ourselves in community. We've put ourselves in spaces to, that has caused us and forced us to be really intentional with these types of things. And so, yeah, yeah, we've been very intentional about discovering those things. There's you know, a lot of choices, a lot of situations mm-hmm. that we've intentionally made decisions um, to be in and put ourselves in that has caused us, forced us um, to discover a lot of those things that most people, a lot of people sometimes take decades to to learn. And we've we've forced ourselves, we've made conscious decisions that have put us in situations and um, communities and circumstances that has forced that discovery. And so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, are we out? I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, we could, we can chat. Yeah. We can talk forever about anything. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was, I was just thinking about the dynamics in, in family relationships mm, yeah um i th- like obviously all the same principles apply in terms of conflict resolution and those types of things um, but there also are lots of different dynamics in regards to like uh power dynamics and authority dynamics yeah um especially in regards to family family units and so you know whether you're a parent and you're in conflict with kids or you're a kid and in conflict with parents or kids with siblings or whatever it might be that, you know, take a, take an honest look at your own heart. You know, we, I was actually just teaching in our school a couple weeks ago, I think on honor. And, um, as a child, I, I haven't done a perfect job honoring my parents. Um, but I think I, I have done a good job in honoring my parents and, um, 
not in every situation. <laughs> um, but I can look back and see how there was a lot of times there could have been much like greater conflict or conflict could have escalated. Yeah. But because I chose a place of honor, um, uh, it led to faster resolution in yeah. conflict. And my parents have done such a good job of loving my sister and I and creating space for that. And like, we were so young and they were like teaching the importance of real repentance and teaching the importance and in, in our family prioritizing connection. And so I'm really thankful that I've grown up and had a life where that was modeled for me. Yeah. That honor, that real love, really prioritizing connection was, um, was put on display for me. And so I'm really, really, really thankful for that. Um, yeah. But I know not every family environment yeah. or unit is like that. And so, you know, going back to what we were talking about as far as being honest with our own hearts, um, that's really, really important. And if you feel like there's not space in your family unit or environment for that, find a place where you can be, whether it's, you know, a a good trusted friend, a pastor or leader in your life, mm -hmm. find a space where you can be honest with your own heart, talk through some of those things. Even if you have to get a third party to talk through conflict, don't go into it blaming somebody else. Don't go into it pointing yeah. fingers at somebody else, but maybe you need to have a space where you can process some conflict and process in your own heart what was going on not that you're trying to get somebody else to come in and fix somebody for you that'll never work but you can process through with somebody how to like navigate the feelings in your own heart yeah and the the issues of of conflict in your own in your own heart yeah yeah my my family was very much opposite of of all that mm -hmm. and uh yeah, we, there was a lot of situations where my dishonor of my parents was at a super high level. And, uh, one time I actually ended up in, uh, in jail overnight because of, um, you know, dishonor that led to conflict that then led to mayonnaise being thrown and <laughs> crazy, not like a knife and create like being like a butter knife being thrown across the room and, and all, all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. Um, yeah. and then, you know, connection obviously wasn't, wasn't, uh, prioritized because parents ended up getting divorced and all that stuff. And there's no shame in any, any of that. Yeah. I was not a good kid and my mm -hmm. parents didn't know how to navigate things in a healthy way yeah. a lot of times. And so led to a lot of, a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, but with all that said, um, my family actually is in a much, much healthier place now than they've ever been individually and um, kind of as a, as a unit. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I'm like way healthier than I ever thought I would be. Yeah. Like there's, there's no way in my entire life that I would have thought that um, I could walk out of and walk through the things that I have and end up in the place that I'm in. Yeah. And so all of that should speak that there's a lot of hope mm -hmm. um, that you can start at any point mm 
Yeah. And you can work through things at any point. You can start discovering um, yourself and and discovering these these topics at any point in your life. And it's, it's never too late. And you're yeah. never too far gone. And the decisions that you've made are never going to be able to hold you back from those things unless you let them. Yeah. So. Truly good, you know, man. Truly be healthy. Good. Yeah. yeah. Choose that, health. Yeah. There's always hope, man. There's always hope. I mean, I, it's been cool. I've been able to see even the growth in you yeah. and in your family and the restoration. Yeah. And all of that. And that that is a like beautiful, beautiful story that, you know, no matter the situation, yeah, the current situation in any relational dynamics, yeah. there's always hope and there's always sure. opportunity that like just like we were saying earlier, we've got to frame conflict in a different different way mm-hmm. that when we go into it with the right perspective and the right heart and prioritizing connection and you know we believe trusting in god and leaning on him that we go into it with all of that in at the forefront of our mind that it can we can always get to a point of deeper connection exactly if we if we, if we choose to and if we walk it out yeah yeah in that, exactly. in that way so it's cool it's cool man well, family, it's been real. It's been a good time. It has been a good time. Yeah. Hope this helped in any way, encouraged you in some yeah. way. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, shoot a, us a message if this this spoke to you at all, if this helped with, with anything. Uh, give yeah. us a testimony on our Instagram at podcast.uncovered. Yeah. And, um, yeah, look forward to hearing from you. Can't wait to put out more content and uh, – just bless you guys. So thank yeah, you. Feel free. Hey, if this if this was something that impacted you or you enjoyed, go ahead. You know, uh, like the like it, rate it. If this is on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or you know, like it, share it. If it's on Spotify, leave a good review if you want to. Um, but yeah, no pressure. We're yeah. super super excited just to be in this journey together. I think this is just fun for us to be able yeah. to sit down and process through things. And there's going to be a whole lot lot more things down the road that we'll just be able for to sure. discuss and work through. And this is already helping me. I'm loving, you know, articulating yeah. some of these things and helping, you know, get our thoughts out and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're enjoying it, that's awesome. If but, not, <laughs> hey, we're going to keep doing it. We're just going to be here. It's helping us. It's good for us. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, whenever it might be, hope you have a fantastic day. Hope yeah. you have an amazing, amazing life. You're yeah. a champion. Yeah. You're rad. Have a great day. And stay uncovered. <laughs> <laughs> you doing your own outro music now? Yeah, so. All right. <laughs>